0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain speaking. My name is Theo, and you're listening to Between Two Trains, the train station that brings you great entrepreneurs twice a month. Your hosts are Eric Moss and Van Pappas. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the ride. Welcome to another Between Two Trains. I'm Van, your friendly financial planner. And I'm Eric, your better business banker. And today we bring you, our guest is uh, Diana Cole from Macaroni Kid. And um, Diana, welcome to Between Two Tracks.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me.
0: Now, I've heard of Macaroni Kid for a while. I think Eric is a complete newbie to it. He didn't know what it was. So why don't you tell our listeners who may not, may not know what it is? I have what no kids. Is. Yeah. I have no kids. What? What's Macaroni Kids? Macaroni Kids is not just for kids, right?
1: No, it's not. What we do is we list all the events in the area so parents don't have to find it. We find it for them. Obviously, right now in this crazy time that we're in, a lot of the events are virtual. Um, But during normal times, I have events from all the way up from story times, um, toddler times, all the way up to college planning. Wow. Wow. And then, and then, moms night and then we moms need to go out, don't we? Well, wine Wednesday. Wine Wednesdays are very nice.
0: <laughs> so Eric doesn't really have cool. kids, but he already knows the drill.
1: He knows
2: the drill. Well, it's a good, it's a good mix. I, I know you got I know this much, you got to switch it up.
1: Yeah, exactly. So, you really do. So tally, you really tally, do. Tally, now
0: this is a uh, an organization that's not just you. I mean, there's like different geographical areas that make up Macaroni Kid, correct? Tell us how that works.
1: That is correct. So um, the story was that it was founded in Long Island over two mothers asking the age-old question, what are we going to do with the kids today? And from there, it has developed into over 500 communities nationwide and in Canada. And I think we might have Mexico now. I'm not 100% sure. Here in Atlanta, we have about 25 locations.
0: And you're you're located, what's your geographical area?
1: Mine is Sandy Springs, Dunwoody, Chamblee, and Oroville.
0: Not Brookhaven? Brookhaven's not included in there?
1: No, Brookhaven is Brookhaven, Buckhead, and Midtown.
0: So there's another person who has that Buckhead, Brookhaven area. Correct. So how do y'all so it, work together on that then? I mean, yeah. what, if, what if, I mean, what if I want, to, I'm throwing an event in Shambly and I want people from Brookhaven. Do I have to go to the Brookhaven Macaroni Kid and say, hey, can you post this on yours as well?
1: You can post any event that's free or low cost on our any of our sites, all of our sites, if you wish. Um, if you want to advertise, i hate saying this but i mean it's the truth we follow the money it's where the checks are being written is where is the lead is the per, is the um publisher mom that takes takes the lead
0: okay so if i want to advertise say my financial planning practice oxygen financial i'm obviously here in Shambly. i would come to you because you're my geographical representative but I want to get in front of people in another part of Atlanta. So you would work with that other geographical group. Correct. Interesting.
2: That's correct. And I'm Diana. I'm, I'm here on the website, just kind of scrolling through it. Now there's a lot of events that you've got going on and a wide range of events too. Thank you. How do you, how do you, how do you choose? How do you, how do you figure out what is it? Customer demand? Is it, Ideas that you're throwing? I mean, how do you develop the lineup?
1: Well, right now, it's more difficult because of the time we're in. Yeah. Um, you know, being honest, um, in normal times, it's, you know, I I put everything on my site. Um, I have had, oh, like, over 100, 200 events on a calendar per day. Um, the reason why I do that is because... I personally don't believe that people live in four ta- in the four towns. That they live in the four towns, but they want to out- go outside the bubble. So I put things outside the bubble. On my newsletter, when I email it out once a week, I only do that. Um, I only put things in my town on my newsletter. So, I mean, there's no reasoning on it. No, um, I do concerts. I do um the fox the um alliance i do all the shows because people want to know where they are and then i also do spirit nights at local restaurants so
2: cool.
1: so it's basically and, and the next question i always get is how do i find the events so people either email it to me um i go on their websites um i go um I, um, I search for them or people, you know, or just word of mouth or a lot. And a lot of it's on Facebook.
2: And this, this is, is the equivalent or it is a full-time job for you. This is, this is the, the main, the main focus of your day, right? This is
1: correct. Well, besides my kids. Yes.
2: <laughs> how'd you get, how'd you get into this? How, how'd how you start getting involved? Cause it sounded like there was a, a structure in place. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I started about seven and a half years ago. I was following the John's Creek Macaroni Kid, um, who's still very active. And um, I was winning a lot of her prizes. And she said to me one day on the phone, she's like, you know, you'd be good at this. Um, you have that personality. And I thought about it. And I'm like, okay. And I took a leap. And here I am seven and a half years later.
2: You know, what did it take from that conversation to take that leap? What, what did that involve
1: it's different now than it was seven and a half years ago. I I contacted HQ headquarters and said, I'm very interested. How do I get involved? We talked for a couple minutes. I asked a bunch of questions. I don't know. And I apologize right now. I don't know if there's an application. I don't know um but it was pr- and then they, bless you, they threw us in the water um and they showed us how to do some things very simple now they actually have a drip campaign and they're teaching you you know they have videos and all that but back then they had nothing so we were literally thrown in
0: they just sort of said here you go go do it
1: yeah exactly and wow. i you know i did get some training and um from other publishers but now it's much more involved
0: from from a from a standpoint of uh, if I wanted to start in an area that maybe didn't have a macaroni kid, you know how much capital? I mean, I would think there's not a whole lot of initial capital that I have to lay out, right?
1: There's no, there's not. And what they want the owner, the um h the CEO wanted to make it affordable for moms because she knew that ninety nine. We actually just got our first dad. I'm very excited. Um, but ninety nine percent of our people are moms and she wanted to make it affordable for us so it is a i believe it's a 60 dollars fee each month and the more people you recruit you decrease it by 10 dollars a month um to be a publisher and then once you hit a certain amount of subscribers your your member um your fees go go away so
0: i'm i'm assuming i'm assuming well, it's you it's hit that
1: level for the first year which right. isn't bad
0: now, there's more than just events on the site. You, you have all kinds of other things, resources for, you know, the, the, the parent, the mom. Um, can you talk a little bit about the different things that are on your site? If, I, if someone went to your site right now, what else besides events going on would they find?
1: So right now, they the first thing you would see is the Welcome Home um, article. It's all about um, all the different schools in the area all different um like hospitals um libraries the free information that you need when you first move here um then obviously i have a corona on there um resource um and then i have a bunch and i haven't i have to remember what i have on the site right now because i'm a couple weeks ahead so um but i have different articles um I know I have about, um, students who are starting businesses. I know the Dunwoody high school finance Academy is on there or somewhere on there. Um, I have just different things. Um, denti- um I know I had a dentist a couple of weeks ago who wrote something about like what to happen when you go to the dentist during this time. Um, now I have, um, about face mask, an article about face masks. Um, the, all these different articles that are pertaining to now, and then I'll re- sometimes I'll recycle the articles. So if there's an interesting article about a recipe, I'll recycle that and put that through.
2: oh I'm just curious because the website, you know, when you go to it, um, and I just googled macaroni kid Chambly and then it, it pulled right up because it's in the territory here. How do you compete with? The other digital platforms like Facebook, like Nextdoor, is that is that a competition, or is that something that helps?
1: Facebook helps, Nextdoor helps. Um, I don't consider a competition because you know a lot of some publishers will actually post Facebook events onto to their Facebook pages, and I find a lot of my events through the Facebook events. Got it. So yeah. I have, I have other competitors. I'm not naming them for obvious reasons. Um, but um, but they're, we're all different. Um, one of them I will name is the Atlanta Parent Magazine. They're different than I am. Um, they, they, they do the whole, all of Atlanta. And their event calendar and, um, um, is, is not huge um, in their magazine. And then trying to find a magazine is very, very difficult. Um, yeah. I haven't seen a magazine since March. Um, I get their website. I'm on their email, but you're paying for the print. Yeah. Um, mine is hundred percent digital. Um, I'm very active on Facebook. I'm very active on Twitter. My Instagram is more me doing things. So like the other day, my daughter's over there and I'm going to talk about her. She um she's a cheerleader and she sprained her ankle. So I have a picture of her, with an X-ray in front of her face, you know, on the phone, and with her in the background getting an X-ray, so it's me doing things, and I won, um, I won a um, what is that? A Nintendo Switch from somebody. Oh wow! So I was very, very excited. That's what she's doing right now. She's playing the Nintendo Switch. Um, so I wrote down that I won the Nintendo Switch. So it's me doing things and fun things, and it's not like an advertising unit, but it can be.
0: So, you know, one of the things in my business is to try to get people, funnel people down, you know, if they go to my website, you know, funnel them down. Obviously, you probably, I'm assuming, have a, a decent size email database from people coming and putting in their information. Mm-hmm. Can you talk a little bit about so like how do you do your email campaigns? Do you do them, you know, once a week, just whenever something comes out? How does that work with MacMeGid?
1: So I have two, cam- I have two databases. One database is, um, my readers and, um, I being a macaroni kid publisher, you are required to publish X amount of, um, newsletters per year. I don't know the name a uh, number because I've never met. Mi- I hardly miss a newsletter. Um, so, and if you miss X amount, you get, you get a warning, um, you get, and you get talked to, um. So that's the one database. And I get those through various different things, word of mouth, um, podcasts such as this, giveaways. I do a lot of festivals. Um, I do um I'm, I'm try to be very involved in the schools, um, Facebook and Twitter, and so forth. And then I, well, I think I think the first
0: database. time we met was at like a chamber of event, if I remember right.
1: Exactly. And then the chambers too. Yeah. And then and then I have a different database. My different database is for um, it's through my CRM um, which I, I in my newsletter database, I email once a week. Um, My CRM database, that's only my advertisers, only potential advertisers um, that are located in my area. And so I'll send them, I try to send them an email once a month that way, but I've been, to be perfectly honest.
0: Now, now those resources, your, your contact management system, is that all provided by the, the Macaroni Kid headquarters? or You have to get that yourself.
1: They, um, they, um, a couple of years ago, they referred a brand to us. It's called less annoying CRM and it's pretty sell. It's one of the easiest ones I've ever seen. And it's very um, it's very user friendly, and it incorporates into it um, embeds into Mailchimp, and also goes into Google Calendar. It goes into everything, so I use that a lot.
2: Do you have any employees? Is this just is, is this just a, a one woman shop here? It's is
1: a it, one woman shop,
2: and are, my you're family. the CEO, <laughs> the janitor, and the business development person all in one.
1: My family will help me on. Um, very usually unwillingly um (laughs) she's laughing um at festivals my husband helps me set up festivals and like the other day i had a campaign that i had to do um and um i had to take pictures and have them make their own lunch so my daughter very unwilling made her own lunch but she liked the she liked the lunch that i gave her
2: Van, could you do that i mean you've got the you've got the oxygen support kind of behind you but you're very much a one-man shop mm-hmm. it's very different for me i've got so much corporate you know support and you know etc other stuff going on could you do something
0: like that man um Where you're just- I'm, I, I'm not sure i would be the right person for a macaroni kid dad <laughs> Um, yeah, I I'm, I'm curious, you said there was one macaroni kid, there's a dad now, I'm wondering if he like, yeah, he
1: just a, signed on this week.
0: Yeah, I'm wondering if he's going to do any night outs for the dads rather than for the moms. Um, yeah. But you know, I mean, you say that, Eric, but really, you know, there's actually 15 of us at Oxygen Financial. So while I'm sort of running my own practice, I've got 14 other guys that I partner with on various things. So, uh, it's really not, oxygen's really not a, a solo endeavor here.
1: I was going to say the one good thing is that even though I'm in one woman show here, here in Sandy Springs, Dunway, Chamblee, and Doraville, I do have an HQ of over 500 people. Um, I back, a uh, uh, um, a group of 500 people that I, I can email and I can ask questions to, and all my logos, all my website development is all done through them. So I don't do any website development.
2: Well, it's a very good looking website and very clear the event schedule.
1: Thank you. So
0: we're coming up to our commercial break where we have to hear from our sponsor. When we come back, we're going to play our ever fun Can You Ace It game. Diana, if you're not familiar with this game, Eric's going to ask you some questions and give you answers to choose from. And we'll see how well you do. So we'll be back right after this break.
2: If you recently got divorced, you may be wondering how to pick up all of the financial pieces. Is it time to make a new budget, new goals, and get a new game plan with your investments? What about the best way to save money on your taxes? Take control of your money future. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to schedule a complimentary meeting today. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to get started right now. Securities offered through Kestra Investment Services. Member FINRA SIPC advisory services offered through Kestra Advisory Services. An affiliate of Kestra Investment Services. Oxygen is not affiliated with Kestra.
0: Welcome back to Between Two Trains. My name is Van, and we come to you on the 1st and the 15th of every month with great entrepreneurs and business owners. Uh, today, we're talking with uh, Diana Cole of Macaroni Kid. And Eric, it is time for Can You Ace It? Uh, you got some good questions? Very good
2: questions, indeed. And when we were approaching this you know, podcast, I got excited because I thought, oh, Macaroni Kid, this is going to... Be a delectable, you know, delectable, uh, you know, conversation, and and then that's when you told me, Eric, this isn't anything about food. This is this is events, you know, for families and kids and moms and dads and all that. However, these questions we have geared towards macaroni and cheese <laughs> since it is a household favorite food item.
0: So. Sorry. We've so, Diana, we know money. you know about kids. What we yes, want to know is, is what you know about macaroni and cheese.
1: My daughter is hobbling over here because she's very excited. She heard the word macaroni and cheese. Oh, so uh, can she participate?
0: Sure, she sure. Made. She might know the answers to some of these questions. She may. Hi, what's your name? I'm Sasha. Sasha. Okay. So, Make Sasha's sure going to help C- her mom C- even, with the Can
2: You Ace It We don't want any other broken ankles or anything. I hope you're doing well and on the road to recovery. All right, three questions. Topics are surrounding macaroni and cheese. Let's dive right in. Question number one, what percentage of mac and cheese meals are eaten before 11 a.m.? Is it A, 54%, B, 24%, or C, 0%? No one eats mac and cheese that early.
1: I actually heard that today or yesterday that a lot of people eat, eat mac and cheese in the morning. So I'm going to say, she's saying B. I'm saying A.
0: Which which is, which, I mean, you're going final answer A? Yeah,
1: I'm going final answer A. She's doing final answer B. She's
0: overruling you. Okay, so here we go, Eric. She should not have overruled her daughter because the answer is actually B, 24%. 24%. I'll tell you what, I'm guilty of having mac and cheese in the morning. So roughly one in four mac and cheese (laughs) meals come before 11 a.m. 12% are eaten at breakfast, and another 12% are eaten before breakfast. So what I want to know is those 12% before breakfast, is that like college students at 3 a.m. after a long night of partying? I was just about to ask. Who who eats mac and cheese before
2: breakfast? Technically, I guess everyone eats it before breakfast. It
0: just kind of depends on. Oh, okay. okay. Which midnight practice.
1: snack or?
0: So the the next question we might need Sasha to answer because Diana didn't do so well on that first question. All right, Eric, what's what's your question two? I think
2: I think the late night snacks. I think there's a bunch of people playing Nintendo Switch. Oh, that's
0: what out, it is. Figured out the. They, they're
2: time for a meal, time for a little snack.
0: Sasha's saying mom's asleep. I'm done with the switch. I need some mac and cheese.
2: <laughs> well, whatever the case, we know it's popular. So question number two, what is the most popular mac and cheese shape? Either A, standard elbow pasta, B, Clover's hearts, stars, and moons, or C, SpongeBob square pants.
1: It's 100, it's C. <laughs>
0: I, I got a mess kick. <laughs> Ding! That is correct. <laughs> that is correct. SpongeBob SquarePants. Obviously, the Clover's Hearts, Stars, and Moons is Lucky Charms, not uh, mm-hmm. Macaroni. But an interesting fact. That's interesting. Yeah, here's an interesting fact. Every three months, over one-third of the U.S. population will consume mac and cheese. In that same three-month period, over half of American children will eat mac and cheese. So that's like a hundred and ten million people every 90 days eating mac and cheese.
1: In our house, like, it's pretty much every other day. <laughs> every
0: other day. I had no idea it was that popular. I'm surprised
2: you didn't put frozen two shapes up there. I've seen a lot of those in the grocery store.
1: Have you seen Frozen? No, I've seen Disney Princesses, but like I've seen I think Disney I've seen frozen,
0: frozen like
1: once or twice. Princess. I think the spaghettios I myself spaghetti frozen. <laughs> Well, one for one. SpongeBob,
2: SpongeBob SquarePants uh, takes the takes the cake there. Um,
0: all right, whoa, well, well, Before we right. go to question three, Sasha, have you actually oh. had SpongeBob SquarePants? No. no, no. So how did you know it?
1: I think I read it somewhere like three years ago. All right. She may be well, sitting one for to one, on a smartphone.
0: All
2: right. All right. Question number three. This is uh, an exciting one. What other brands have incorporated mac and cheese into their products? Either A, Cheetos Flamin' Hot, B, Crayola Crayons, or C, Burger King?
1: I think all the above. Is all the above an answer?
0: Wow, that is... <laughs> all three are correct. Very good, Sasha. She wow. This game. We would have had a clean sleep if she had just uh, answered that first question. I think, that's, I think that's one of the few,
2: though, that recognizes the uh, all the above selections and actually right. chooses all the above and said, just choose a one. Yeah, so Cheetos that's impressive. is
0: currently coming. Just so you know, Cheetos is currently coming out with a mac and cheese version this month. And Burger King had a short-lived mac and cheese fries. I don't know if they still offer that or not. And surprisingly in 1993, Crayola came out with a color called mac and cheese. So all three are correct. I would be Crayola. heavily
2: disappointed if uh, that crayon was a different
0: color than what mac and cheese actually was. Well, what would be really weird is if you could eat the crayon. Hey. That's, <laughs>
1: <laughs> i think people have eaten they, they probably have eaten the crayon kids definitely kids have eaten the crayon
0: doesn't, doesn't mean they should
2: <laughs> your dog van your dog would eat the crayon yeah I probably would probably
0: would Finley, well diane you did great and we appreciate you playing the can you ace it game and we're almost out of time but i wanted to give you an opportunity to tell the listeners if they want to check you out, you know, what's the website name, you know, if you have, if they have events, what do they do? Just give us a little how-to there.
1: So, the website is that standysprings.macaronikid.com. If you want to add events, um, you can either email me, Diana, D-I-A-N-A-C, at kid.com. Or you can go to the website. Um, there's a thing that says events, and then it will say submit an events. I'm on Facebook, and I'm on Twitter. And I'm on Instagram. Um, YouTube, I have to start somewhere. Um, so um, Facebook, I, there is a Sandy Springs Dunwoody Macaroni Kid, and I am the Dunwoody Macaroni Kid on um, Facebook. On Twitter, I'm Matt Kid Dunwoody. Um, and then on Instagram, um Life with Three Crazy Kids. Life now, W.
0: Now before we let you go, I do have one other question. So on the site, you mentioned the the events and you and Eric talked about the articles and whatnot, but I know you also have like recipes for things. I think there's a recipes section. Mm-hmm. And yeah. preparing for our King UASIC game, I went into your recipes and there is a mac and cheese recipe but it's under dinner so after uh, playing this game you might want to look at adding a breakfast mac and cheese recipe (laughs) so many people eat mac and cheese for breakfast
1: that's very true i do have a recipe box i try to put everything on there and have everybody go back and find recipes um because we're we're always looking for different things to cook
0: well, Diana, we appreciate you coming on. And Eric, uh, we got any banking parting words for this episode? Well, the only thing
2: cooking and baking is the PPP loan forgiveness. Uh, most, most lenders will begin taking those applications towards the end of August. Uh, pe- people who receive PPP loans have a fair amount of time to apply for forgiveness. But it's the only the only word of encouragement is to prepare yourself, do your homework prior to preparing or tr- prior to applying for forgiveness. And um, that is what banking
0: now, is. I know, you, have, right I know now. you don't have a crystal ball, but do you have any gut feeling on if there's going to be another round since we're still in this virus debacle? Are we going to see more? For the small business owner, we've been very focused on this initial round so much
2: so that it's tough to say whether there's going to be another spoon that enters the mac and cheese here. Um, <laughs> I would say, I have to throw that I, in there. You know, candidly, it's 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 really tough to tell. You know, this PPP loan program sprung sprung on us quickly, and another package could come come down the pipeline just as quickly, but. I think the biggest thing is that both businesses and individuals are staying in touch with their financial sector relationships. So people like you, Van, I mean, there's a lot of conversations to be had, a lot of what if scenarios, because what what this pandemic proved is that it's more important to be adaptable and have the ability to adapt. You, know, you think about restaurants with all the to-go orders. You think about certain businesses that lost 50% of their clientele because industries were shut down. They had to adapt. So whatever happens, you know, it's just important for people and businesses to adapt and be you flexible.
0: You got to pick Exactly. What are you seeing on your end? Uh, I'm seeing a lot of uncertainty and people calling me up going, hey, it's so crazy. I just need some guidance. So, you know, when times are good, people think they can sort of do their own finances. It's times like this that they get really nervous and say, I really need to reach out to a financial planner. All right. So, Diana, again, thank you for coming on the show. And we will be back in two weeks with another great episode of Between Two Chains. Thanks a lot.